Hey guys, how's it going? Elizabeth Danielle Pujalas here. I'm actually doing a Facebook Live video at the moment, but I decided that I would also do a podcast at the same time. So just in case some people don't want to watch the live video, I did it on my podcast. So for the viewers that are watching on Facebook Live, hello. And for the people that are listening, hey. <laughs> so you'll be able to see behind the scenes when you watch it on my live video. So today I'm going to be talking about inner child. And the reason why I wanted to talk about inner child is because it's a topic that has come into my life twice today. Um, I got a text message from a friend while I was doing a Facebook live video for Car Depot. Um, I'm their spokesperson there. And she asked me, hey Liz, do you connect with your inner child? And if you do, how do you? And I gave her some feedback on how I connect with my inner child. I, I let her know that I meditate. I let her know that I, when I meditate, I really listen. And I'll share with you guys. Actually, I can't share with you guys because I'm using my phone for the live video. So obviously, I cannot share with you guys the text message I wrote. But um, in the text message, what I said was, um, the way that I connect with my inner child is I meditate. And while I'm meditating... I make sure that I listen. And I think that's the number one thing that most of us don't know how to do is to listen. And uh, your body and your inner child are going to tell you what you need to hear even when you don't want to hear it. Um, and a lot of us are always looking for answers everywhere else except for, from within ourselves. Um, we ask our friends. We ask everybody's opinion. And if we don't get the answer that we want, then we get upset. But we already know the answer. We just want validation. So it's so important to just like close your eyes with yourself daily and understand how you are feeling. And so the way I do this is I close my eyes and usually during a practice of meditation and yoga, when I'm really in my body and out of my mind, because your mind wants to tell you one thing, but your body is gonna tell you the truth, which is why so many people say, follow your heart, follow your heart. It's because your heart is telling you um, what you're actually feeling inside versus what you want to feel, what you think you should feel. Um, and so when I close my eyes, I meditate and I listen. And sometimes the little girl inside of me says that she has pain. And she also loves to tell me that I work a lot. And she loves to tell me that um, she wants to play more and that she wants to be silly and be funny and watch TV because I don't like watch enough TV. I usually, you know, I'm on my phone or I'm on social media and she doesn't like doing that. Like my inner child likes to play and, and, and be playful and go to, go to parks and, and spend a day without technology. And it's really about honoring the way that you're feeling inside and understanding how you're feeling inside and how you can best nurture that and just being there for yourself. And then being so aware of your inner thoughts. Like how do you speak to yourself? And yesterday I really was analyzing the way I was speaking to myself and I realized that I was having a negative connotation about specific things that I had not been aware of that I had been saying to myself. Number one, I've been telling myself I'm too skinny because I've been getting a lot of feedback from people saying, you look really skinny, you look really skinny, you look really skinny. And if some people are trying to make that a positive thing, I'm internalizing it and making it a negative thing, making it seem like maybe I've lost too much weight, maybe I look sick to people, maybe I look unhealthy, um, maybe I should fatten up to make other people happy. But at the end of the day, nobody, it's not anybody's business about your weight that is personal and telling people that they are skinny is just as 
kind of horrendous as telling people as they are overweight. It's none of anybody's business unless you are, number one, a medical professional trying to help somebody or, you know, your self-help or you're trying to help somebody, um, you know, with their weight, then you really shouldn't be saying, oh, you look really skinny. It's not, um, it's not going to behoove them. It's not, it's not a positive thing to say. So I noticed that I've been saying that to myself a lot. Um, and so just being aware of that. I also notice that sometimes I feel like I'm not doing enough and I'm constantly saying that in my mind, you're not doing enough. Or I love to blame people. I pinpoint people in my life and I blame them for things that they're doing. And I don't realize that I'm doing that, but I'll be like, oh, I wish they were like this. Or I wish my mom was like this. I wish my dad was like this. I wish my boyfriend was like this with me because I need them to be strong in the areas that I'm weak so they can bring me up. I can't want somebody in my life to be filled with faith because I need more faith. You get what I'm saying? Like you can't change people in your life because you need them to be that for you. Find the community of people that are already like that. Like, which is why I'm like, okay, if I want to be stronger in my faith, then have people in my circle that are stronger in their faith and let them be a role model. Not let me change my small circle and make them be that way so they can be strong for me. It's about analyzing how you're feeling inside and the things that you're doing and why are you doing them. I notice that my ego is getting in the way a lot of the things that I do. Um, I want instant gratification. If I send an email and you don't send it within the day, I'm automatically going to think that person's unprofessional. And it shouldn't be that way. You should need to be aware that, you know, the world doesn't revolve around you. And that's hard to do sometimes. It's hard to separate yourself and be like, is my ego in the way right now? Am I you know, doing this because my ego is getting in the way? Am I doing this? Why are you doing the things that you're doing and taking a step back and maybe being like, maybe this person told me this because I need to be aware of something that I'm doing. So those are some of the things that I wanted to talk about and kind of went off on a little tangent. But the second person that talked to me about my inner child today was Bonnie Gillespie. And Bonnie Gillespie is amazing. She has a book called Self-Management for the Actors. Um, and Honestly, I cannot recommend this woman enough because she came into my life a year ago um, by a book, Self-Management for the Actor, and I was in New York City and I had just moved to New York and I saw this book and I said, this is what I need. Like, I need this book. And I saw the bio in the back and I read it and it was like, wow, like this is, this is exactly what I need. It's about taking charge of your own career. And I was like, that's exactly what I needed right now. And she was my voice of reason when I was on my bus rides and when I would just highlight and read and highlight and read. And I finished her book from beginning to end. And then I realized that she had a whole presence online. And then I started following her online and I messaged her on Instagram and she messaged me back. And it was so amazing, this person that I found through a book. And then I had this personal connection with them through um, from the book. And then I had the connection with her on Instagram. And I started doing all of the work that she was doing online and listening to her things and really putting in her practices into my daily life. Um, and she gives you so many free resources. And then I decided, you know what? Why don't I go meet her like in person? And she had an event in LA and I was so nervous because, you know, going to Los Angeles, I'm from Miami. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. You finished the whole book in one day? No, I didn't finish it in one day. This was in a course of time, maybe like three months. Um, but anyway, so I decided I was going to fly to Los Angeles, and so I did, and I was there for a week, and I took her seminar, 
and during the seminar we sat down and you had to pitch yourself which is something that you do in the acting industry and um, after you pitched yourself you would get critique from your peers and you would have to sit in the hot seat next to Bonnie and I did and um, I think whenever I am put in a situation where I feel like I'm doing well, I'm at a level of excellence, I automatically feel anxious and I feel like I'm not enough. I don't understand why I'm in those situations. When I was in Springboard, which is um, a two-week um, course, two-week master course, I'm saying it's wrong, a two-week workshop that you get to do in, in New York City um, and you only get accepted through an audition and through a process and it's usually 40 people that get accepted and I was accepted and you get to go to the Tonys and you meet industry professionals and I was sabotaging myself a lot throughout that situation because I felt like I wasn't enough. I didn't understand how I had gotten there <clears throat> when everybody around me <clears throat> was had gone to NYU or had gone to like Juilliard or had gone to like these higher tier schools. And I had come from New World, which in my opinion was, you know, lower budget. And I just didn't understand how I had gotten myself there. And the same thing happened to me when I was in LA. I was sabotaging myself and I was bringing myself down. And so I was having anxiety while I was sitting there because I felt like I wasn't enough. Um, and so when we were sitting down, she talked to me and the whole class talked to me. And I pitched myself in a way that was undermining myself. Like in a way that I was like, oh, I'm quirky. I'm the girl next door. I'm this. And then everybody was like, you're not the girl next door. You're the girl that everybody wishes they could have, but they don't. Stop you know, like stop undermining yourself. You're sexy and you're, this is you underplaying your sexiness because you're afraid of being that. And Bonnie said, you know, you can have doubts about anything in this life, but don't have doubts about you. And it was just like, wow, that was like, she's like, have doubts about your journey, have doubts, but don't ever underestimate who you are and your, enough, your enoughness. It was like, I literally started crying and I just like cried in this woman's arms that I had got in her book a year ago. And it was so, such a beautiful full circle moment for me. And it was just amazing. And I love her so much. And I've only met her once in person, but that is the importance of sharing. And which is why I want to share it with people because you change lives through a book, through a podcast. And now I am taking her a hundred days um, getting gear for the next year, which I'm super excited for. Um, and we are on day one and she also made it about childhood, uh, make writing a letter to your childhood self. And it was like, wow, so crazy. Like I'm having a talk with my friend about how to interact with your childhood self. And then she goes ahead and says the same thing within the span of an hour. And it was just a topic that I felt needed to be shared, especially after I went ahead and wrote my letter. After I wrote my letter, I realized a lot of insight on myself. Um, and then she also recommended writing a letter to your future self. Um, and I wanted to share the letter with you guys. Um, I think it's so important to be vulnerable. I think it's so important to let people in. And I'm not afraid to let people in. I'm not afraid to share who I am inside and the things that go through in my life because I want people to know that they're not alone. And I want people to know that um, sharing is, is, is bringing people in and it's all about love. And so, yeah, I'll share my letter with you guys. And so this is what I wrote. Uh, letter to younger Liz. Hello there, cutie. I know you've always been such a positive light. 
you will always remain with that light years down the line. You still want to so badly to be an actress and you still don't understand why the people around you don't want it as badly as you do. You don't understand why they don't want to work as hard as you do for it. You still, you have, you, okay, you still love. Oh, you still love, love. You have a beautiful family. It's a small but mighty family. Brooklyn is your dog and Robert is your loving partner. You are such a go-getter, my love. You know what you want and you get it and you get it done. And you are wise beyond your years. The panic attacks. I know they are scary, but they teach you so much about yourself. They bring you so much closer to God and to understanding how to slow things down. Um, they also have to do with your relationship with your parents. I'm so sorry that you don't have the perfect idea of a father as you always wanted. He has his own immaturities and he, and he hides within his fears and his pride. You share the same birthday, but don't worry, you're not going to be the same. Your relationships with your sister is not what you wanted. With your sisters is not what you wanted. But you did the but you tried your best to bring the light and positivity. Um, they are not used to that and they they are not used to that kind of light and they don't honor it. And it hurts, and I know that it hurts, but it's okay to hurt. But know that you are special and that you are important in this earth, even without this love. You will always you will you will also see how how much your mother does for you without noticing because she has always made it the norm. She's the go-getter and so is your grandmother. You are their daughters. They are your parents. They are all you need in your life. Lean into them because they are your team. And that is really personal for me to share with you guys. But it's so important to like dig into there and to really solidify how you feel you know and then my note to my future self is hey cutie girl fuck you are on fire you're crushing your goals you're making money you look fabulous you inspire others your faith is strong you have a beautiful loving family and you are living your god-given dream you are recognized by the people that you admire they value your voice they value your thoughts and your collaboration Thank you for being so brave, for putting in the endless amounts of work, for sharing lights along the way, and for making yourself a priority. That is what I said to myself. That is what I want my future self to be. And yeah, so I think it's so freaking important for you to have a vision. What do you see for yourself? Like, don't live this mundane life Monday through Friday working in a job that you hate because you feel like your dreams are, are too big take one step at a time especially if you're young even if you're not young but if you're young and you have no idea what you're doing with your life it's okay take a fucking second to sit down and figure it out because you your life is gonna happen whether you're happening with it or not it's gonna take its course so you either Enjoy the game, get in the game, or don't. I don't, I don't know how you wouldn't want to take control of your life. I just don't understand how you can let depression overcome you, how you can let fear overcome you, how you can let that overcome you when there's so much more potential that you could do in your life. Like you could say like, I'm going to be an actor. So fucking what if it's scary? 
So what if, if it seems impossible? It's not. You know how it's not impossible? Because look at all the people winning Emmys. Look at all the people winning Oscars. Look at all the people winning Tonys. It's not impossible. I'm telling you, it's not. You got to change the way that you have that perspective on things and start saying, you know what? If it happened for them, it can happen for me. But success has a pattern. And number one is knowing what you want. You got to know what you want and let yourself want what you want. Don't be ashamed for saying, I want money. There's nothing wrong with wanting money. There's nothing wrong with wanting a big house. There's nothing wrong with wanting a partner that's going to support you. There's nothing wrong with saying, I want a job that's going to value my voice. There's nothing wrong with saying, I want to be a, the best painter. I want to be the best this. There's nothing wrong with that. Ambition, like Reese Witherspoon said, is not a dirty word. There's a reason that you have that fire inside of you. And it's, you need to honor it. You need to honor that fire inside of you and say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to honor this and I'm going to listen to it. And anybody that tells you otherwise say, you know what? Maybe we're not on the same path because either you're going to support my path and fuel my fire or you're going to dim my fire and you're going to, you're going to step aside over there, which is what I had to do with my family, which is why I wrote that in my letter. Because it sucks. It sucks when you find people in your life that are not going to feel that fire for you. And it's separating yourself from being like, you know what? You hurt me. And you're hurting me. And I have to step away. Although it hurts me to step away from this situation, I got to do what's best for me. And hopefully you can deal with whatever you've got going on. And I'll be there for you from a distance. But you're not going to dim my light. You're not going to dim my light and you're not going to stop my fire. You're not because I see the bigger picture and I know that I can inspire more. So really allow yourself to nourish a circle for yourself, a good positive nest for yourself. So say, you know what? I'm going to build this nest for myself and I'm going to fucking flourish. Do that for yourself. It's so vital to your life. So figure out what you want. I don't care if your dream is literally like, I want to fly a helicopter. Like, I don't know what your dream is. But maybe start with a letter to yourself, younger self. And be like, remember Natasha Escalante when I was in A&M and I was super fucking flexible and I love dancing and being silly and I love singing? Maybe that's who I really am. And maybe I feel anxiety inside because I'm not honoring that little girl. Maybe I'm not aligned with myself. Maybe I'm not letting myself shine the way I know I can. Maybe I'm not sharing with the world who I am here. Maybe because I'm afraid of judgment. I'm afraid that I won't succeed. I'm afraid to cross. I'm afraid to believe. Don't be afraid. You know, don't let fear stop you. Because you're so much better than all of those things that you're saying that you can't do. If you put the amount of energy that you put in saying that you can't into saying that you could, you'll be unstoppable. And paint a picture for yourself. It's so vital to have a vision. People are walking through life without a board, a vision board, an idea of what they want their life to be like. When you have a goal, when you have a vision, when you have a place to go, when you got the GPS on and the car is ready to go, if you don't have your GPS on, you're going to get lost. 
You gotta put your GPS on and drive and say, that's where I'm going. I'm going to North Carolina and I'm gonna get there at three o'clock in the afternoon, two days from now. Cause you know how to get there cause your GPS is on. Not, I guess I should go to Carolina. Don't know how I'm gonna get there. Got no fucking plan, no money for gas. I don't really have a car. I guess I should rent a horse. Like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna get there? I'm tired of people saying, I wish my life looked like this, but I can't because this happens and this happens and my parents suck and this and this and this and this and this. Stop blaming other people for your life and take control of your life and say, you know what? This is what I want. I, I want, I want financial freedom. Number one, my first goal is what? I want financial freedom. Okay, great. I'm glad that you want to pay off your debt. How are you going to do that? Well, I guess I should, you know, get a job. Okay, great. Great first thought. Get a job. Perfect. I'm going to get a job. Now, how am I going to get this job? Well, maybe I should get a resume. Okay, great. Now write a resume. Okay, I got the resume. Now that I have a resume, how are you going to get the job once you've gotten a resume? Maybe you should go online and find out who's hiring. You look around the town, you find out that H&M is hiring, Forever 21 is hiring, there's a new bar that just opened up, maybe you can be a waitress. All of these people are hiring, and guess what? You got a resume. So you go in there and you start giving people your resumes, and you're like, hey guys, I'm looking for a job, and guess what? You nail one, and guess what? You got the job. You're on the next step to getting financial freedom. Is it gonna happen overnight? No. You are not gonna have financial freedom just because you got a job. It's not gonna happen tomorrow. You gotta work. And then you're like, oh shit, they're only giving me three hours. Fuck, I'm only making $8 an hour. This job sucks. Okay, great. So maybe I need to go back to the drawing board. All right, how much do I need to make a month to have financial freedom? What do I need for my life? I mean, Elizabeth, I know what I need. I need to make sure my nails look good because I get mad and secure if my nails be looking horrible. So guess what? I go to CVS and I get little Etsy my boyfriend bought it for me because I'm so cheap. I didn't want to buy it myself. <laughs> he bought me my nail polish so I can paint my nails and feel like I'm important. Because you have to understand what you need as a person. What do you need as a person? Do I need to get a, a dollar ring at Burgerline when I'm, when, I, when I'm in New Jersey because I wanted a finger ring here because it makes me feel like I look cute and stylish. Do I need to go to Forever 21 and get myself plain tops so I'm not buying a bunch of shirts at where I work, Lululemon, which are 40. This is, you know, five. So I can look cute. Do I need to make sure that I do my hair at nighttime so when I wake up the next day, my hair looks good so I can feel like I'm put together? Or am I going to get anxiety because I feel like I'm ugly and I can't focus because I feel like I'm not getting enough compliments from people. They're going to bring me validation. Know who you are as a person. What do you need? I need a couple bucks in my pocket to make me feel like I'm important. I need that. I need that. I need to work. I can't be a housewife. I can't be that. What do you need as a person? Figure that out. Figure that out. And once you have that image of what you need as a person, and then you have that image of what you want. I just told you what I want. I want, I want validation through my community. As an artist, I want, I want to be able to go on live one day and have all these little girls that are watching me as a series regular on CW and they're like, oh my God, I love you, Liz, because you're an awesome actress. And I want to be like, you know what? You can do it too, man. 
you can do it too. That's what I want. I want to be able to be an inspiration to kids to say, you know what? I had that God-given dream when I was three years old too. And it didn't happen overnight. But you can do it too. And I want you guys to have a reason why. Why do you do the things you do? Why do you wake up in the morning? What are you working for? Because if you're just going through life and you don't have a purpose, it's a real fucking shame. It's a real fucking shame. It really is. Like, don't regret looking back in your life because you were afraid to live the dream that you always wanted. Who's, whose dream are you living? Are you living your mom's dream? Are you living your dad's dream? Are you letting other people come into your life and say, you should be doing this. Time is ticking. Look how old you are. You know, you're, you're going around and, you know, you haven't gotten your degree. And, you know, maybe you should go back to school or maybe you should be doing this. Stop looking for answers everywhere else. Put blinders on. This is what I want. You don't like what I'm going to do? Too fucking bad. Get the fuck out of my face because I'm going. Are you coming with me? Are you coming with me? You want to get in the car? Because I'm going. And you get there. And you get there and that's it. But stop looking around for validation, asking other people, yo, you think this is a good idea? Should I do this? You know what the good idea is. You know what you want. Only you know what you want. You're the only person that's going to get you there. The only person that's going to get you there is you. You got to take control of your life. You're going to say, you know what? I want a good body. That's that song by Britney Spears, Work Bitch. You want a good body? You want a Lamborghini? You want a party in France? You want those things? You better fucking work for it. I know it's so corny, but like sister act when like Whoopi Goldberg, is it Whoopi Goldberg? Whoopi Goldberg is like, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, then you better wake up and pay attention. And it's true. I was six years old. Like you better preach girl. Cause that shit was true. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. If you don't have what you don't, if you don't have the life that you want to live, the only person that you can sit down at night and blame is yourself. And I encourage you to blame yourself in the nicest way possible because I am not mean to myself. I will say, Liz, mama, you got to go back to that drawing board because today was not your day. You had ice cream for breakfast. That is not acceptable. You looked bougie with your nails, not looking cute. Bougie, I don't know if that's good or bad, but you looked horrible with those nails, not painted. Tomorrow, you got to paint them. And then you also got to get out of your comfort zone because you're getting a little comfortable. Okay, tomorrow's a new day. Set that goal up for yourself, Liz, and try again. All right, next day I had some oatmeal instead. Maybe did a little run. Maybe painted my nails because I was right. And you know what? I got out of my comfort zone, like today, recording a podcast at the same time as doing a live video. And yeah, I, I hope that something that I said stuck to some any of you guys because... Like Maya Angelou said, sometimes your legacy that you leave behind is all of the people that you inspired. It's all of the lives that you touched. Success is not only about money because money you can't take with you. But what you can take with you is your relationship is it's the energy that you gave to people. I got in an argument with a friend because he said he wanted to go back to med school instead of giving up his dream of being an actor. And I shared it on Facebook and somebody messaged me saying like how dare you bash medical school and say all this I wasn't bashing medical school sweetheart first of all you don't know the whole story 
my mom is a transplant nurse. Uh, believe me, I, I, I recognize medical school and I know how hard it is. But is that your God-given dream? Is that your God-given dream? I, I, it's fine if, if, you, if you want you know, to, to, to be a nurse. That is a God-given dream as well. My mom recognized that in herself. My mom is a nurse. Like, she likes it. Like, she loves injecting shit in people. Like, she's like, yo, you got a migraine? I'll inject your knee. Like, what? That's not me. That's not aligned with my personality. That's not my DNA. That's not who I am. That's not my God-given dream. So yeah, if that's your God-given dream, yeah, but don't go to that dream thinking that the one that you're on is not the right path because you're not getting instant gratification. That's what I was talking about. That's what I'm saying. If you think that this is your path and it's aligned with your person, then stand in line and wait your turn and take big steps and help everybody along the way while you're working to get there. And I promise you, that if you take a step back and look for the messages that your life is showing you that you're on the right path, you will see that you are on the right path. Because I get those little visuals every day of, oh shit. I didn't realize that that was somebody saying to me, you're on the right path. Or I'm questioning something and somebody says it because, and then I'm like, oh great, they just answered the question that I was not aligned with myself. So I hope you guys have an awesome and beautiful rest of your Friday. Take a second to figure out what the fuck do you want and paint that picture. I know what I want. Figure out what you want and then take the first step to getting there and continue to take those steps every single day to get there. And when you look back, those small steps will have been the big steps. Because your life has a purpose because you were created on purpose don't forget that okay have a great day message me if you need 